Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to carvana it doesn't get any better than this your favorite seat's the best spot in the house make it even better by entering your license plate or vin and getting a real offer in minutes there really is no place like home and speaking of home carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast by tired bitches for tired bitches. I'm Sasha. I'm Sadie. This is now the third time we've tried to start this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I need a nap. Um, let's talk about sleep. Speaking of naps. Me. Uh, <laughs> sleep is your friend and we all seem to struggle to get enough of it with busy schedules, just being busy as adults with a ton of important shit to do. So let's break down what sleep does for you. We are not doctors, though, so here's your disclaimer at the top, or sleep experts, but we are referencing articles from WebMD and Mayo Clinic, which are always linked in our show notes at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Yes, because they were written by people who are sleep experts Mm. and doctors, because again, we are not. How does sleep help you? Um, Let us count the ways. I mean, it helps your body. It helps your brain. We're going to talk about both of those things and how you can get more of it, motherfucker. Um, So let's talk about first how it helps your body, because there's like... I don't know, a bazillion and one different ways, but we're going to pick out like six in specific today because we don't have all goddamn day. But <laughs> first, it gives your heart a break in a good way. So while you sleep, your your blood pressure actually does go down, which makes your you know heart have to work less. It gives your blood vessels a bit of a rest. It doesn't have to pump as hard. So the less sleep you get, the longer your blood pressure stays up during a 24-hour cycle. So high blood pressure, as we know, can lead to heart disease, including stroke. So it's not a good thing. You want to avoid it as much as possible. Yes, a thousand percent. Um, You also perform better. If your sport requires quick bursts of energy, like wrestling or weightlifting, uh, really anything you're doing in the gym, sleep loss may not affect you as much as in like endurance sports, like running, swimming, and biking, but you're not doing yourself any favors. So get a full eight hours of sleep if you can realizing, you know, I think 
six to eight is what we should be aiming for, um, typically for the average adult. Um, besides robbing you of energy and time for muscle repair, lack of sleep saps your motivation, which is what gets you to the finish line in the first place. So you'll face a harder mental and physical challenge and see slower reaction times if you're low on sleep. Uh, my gym sessions are hot dog shit when I don't have sleep because my reaction times are garbage because mm. I, you know, like sleep makes you sharp. And we, we said, we're going to talk about that a little bit more without like how it affects your brain and all that shit. But sleep also balances your blood sugar, mm. which is important. Um, so when you're in the deep slow wave part of your sleep cycle, that's when you, the amount of glucose in your blood drops. It's good. It's mm. supposed to happen. This is how your body resets. When you sleep, your body is essentially like a computer doing a defrag. It's just like going through and putting shit back to where it needs to be to start the next cycle again. So when you don't get enough time in the deepest stage of the sleep means that you don't get to, to have a break to allow your body to reset. So then your body is going to have a harder time responding to your cell's needs because it's already lagging because it didn't have time to reset. You see where this is going, right? Mm. Like it's mm. just snowballing downhill and it all ends in bad things. Yes. Um, sleep also boosts your immune system. So on top of everything we've already been talking about, it's going to help you fight illnesses. Your immune system identifies harmful bacteria and viruses in your body and destroys them, as we know. An ongoing lack of sleep changes the way that your immune cells work. They may not attack as quickly and you could get sick more often. Definitely know that to be true in my own life. Um, if I you know, I'm stressed out working too much, doing too much and not getting enough sleep. I'm more prone to get any kind of sickness that happens to be going around at the time. Yeah, it's it's just a good idea. You know, you can take supplements and that shit all day long. But again, nothing substitutes repairing your body and rest. Mm -hmm. like, nothing, no magic fucking pill is ever going to replace time and rest ever sorry yeah that band-aid off but <laughs> here we are it's kind of what we do um sleep can also help regulate your weight how well when you're well rested you're less hungry now there's there's science to back this up it's all in the receipts of me hit testkitchen.com so when you're sleep deprived it messes with the hormones in your brain and we know that hormones run everything in your body so when your hormones are out of whack you're completely fucked everything is done you're cooked mm -hmm. like it's just it's all out of whack so two, two hormones specifically, leptin and ghrelin, um, control your appetite. And when you don't get enough sleep, they get tilted. Mm -hmm. um, and with those out of balance, your resistance to, you know, temptation of, you know, processed, delicious, unhealthy foods goes way down because you're tired. You don't have as much will uh, to when you're sleepy. <laughs> like it's, right. You're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm going to eat the fucking biggie French fries and go on with my goddamn day. Mm -hmm. And when you're tired, you're also less likely to want to get up and move your body, which is counterintuitive to what we're trying to do here. Correct? correct. Exactly. Well, and think about it, just like a, take that whole entire paragraph and apply it to your life. I will use myself an as an example, like we always do on this podcast, but I know from just myself that if I'm tired, I'm more likely to grab something that's quick and usually quick doesn't equate to necessarily as nutritious food. And if I start my day off that way, my whole day is going to be that way. Yep. If I start off the day and I have a piece of candy for breakfast or just to tide me over till I could have something to eat, my entire rest of the day is going to be totally out of whack and I'm going to make terrible food choices. I, it's every single time. Doesn't yep. matter if I'm like, oh, it's just a, it's just a donut. It's just a half a donut. Cool. My whole entire day is just going to be like fast food and, and not as healthy of 
or nutritious of choices as I would make if I wasn't freaking tired. Right. And like we talk about the power of habit and that's one of those things when you slide into a fuck it attitude, it's really easy to stay in a fuck it attitude. So that's Mm -hmm. why we try to avoid the fuck it attitude as an absolute as much as possible. A thousand. No good. Ain't no good. Percent. So how does sleep help your brain? Well, how doesn't it help your brain? I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> if you hate everyone, take a nap. If everyone hates you, take a nap. Take a nap. Yes. Eat first and then take a nap if you hate everyone. But if everyone's <laughs> hating you, you should definitely just go take a nap. Absolutely. And, and God, I can't <laughs> even tell. Like an attitude adjustment and like just taking a nap, like they just go hand in hand. So <laughs> sleep helps your brain because it helps keep you sharp. When you're running low on sleep, you're probably going to have trouble holding onto and recalling details. Uh, just literally think about it. <laughs> Apply this to your life because we've all done it. Um, that's because sleep plays a big part in both learning and memory. Without enough sleep, it's tough to focus and take in new information. And your brain doesn't have enough time to properly store memories so that you can pull them up later for recall. So what this is saying is you need to shut the lights off in the office so the lemmings in your brain Rolodex can get some fucking rest because they can't go through those files as fast if you don't give them time to relax, Mm -hmm. man. Fucking relax. I know it's hard, but you got to do it. Otherwise, you're going to fucking die. And that's a fact. That's not opinion. Mm. Stress yourself out to the point where you fucking die. Mm. Like, it happens. I've seen it happen to people. It's not a fun way of life. Uh, Take a fucking break. Breathe and uh, get some sleep because it regulates your mood. And that's, you know fucking great because Mm -hmm. the thing that your brain does while you sleep is process your emotions when they say to sleep on it there's science behind it um Mm -hmm. like i know they say never go to bed angry but sometimes i do go to bed fucking rippingly angry and wake up in the morning and i'm like i took that way past what it needed to be i'm glad i didn't say anything to anybody because i needed to fucking marinate on that shit and Mm -hmm. cool down Mm -hmm. so fuck the don't go to bed angry mantra sometimes you have to go to bed pissed and you'll fucking sort it out while you're sleeping that's what your brain does it automatically does it for you thanks brain you squishy great piece of shit (laughs) you're okay but like sometimes your mind needs time It, it needs to like order and recognize and react in the right way to all of this stuff so when you don't give your brain that time you tend to have more negative emotional reactions and fewer positive ones let me tell you as someone that slept i don't know three to four hours a night in my early to mid 20s like i was fucking terrible and angry and negative all the time because i wasn't in a good mental frame because i didn't get enough fucking sleep mm-hmm. i was I, bitch because i was tired right i i'm more prone to overreact and or mm-hmm. react negatively i guess is probably a better way to phrase that but i'm more apt to negatively react to things if i'm fucking tired yeah um like I don't even like people can make fun of me all they want to. I will go to bed at eight a fucking clock at night if I need to, because I have to have at least six hours of sleep. If I get less than six hours of sleep, don't fucking talk to me that day. You're just going to get K responses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I know, even though I know I'm one of your favorite people, I can tell when Sasha's tired because <laughs> she's very short. In the nicest, most Sasha way possible, but she is still short. If I start hard. using periods at the end of everything in a text, yep. I'm tired. <laughs> That's, I, and so then when people then put periods in everything that they're saying to me, I automatically assume that they're upset because that's how I do things. Oh, no. Yeah. I think no. some people just, I still try to, sometimes I try to use proper grammar when I text. Right. I really don't give a shit. It just depends <laughs> on what mood I'm in. So TLDR, fucking sleep so you're not a moody bitch. Mm-hmm. Signed, yes. all of us. <laughs> yes, seriously. And, and 
here's my apology in advance because next week probably be tired. It is a holiday week. So <laughs> uh, chronic lack of sleep can also raise the chance of having a mood disorder. So one large study showed that when you have insomnia, you're five times more likely to develop depression and your odds of anxiety or panic disorders are even greater. Can attest As somebody to that. that has both of those things, when mm. I don't sleep, I am fucking miserable. And it's a vicious cycle. It's such a vicious cycle mm -hmm. because my anxiety and my, sometimes my depression, I can sleep through anything. Mm -hmm. Like my depression will give me amazing napping abilities, but it depends on whether or not anxiety is running the show that day, whether or not I'm going to have a hard time falling asleep. Welcome to why I smoke cannabis. <laughs> so I fucking sleep at night, so I'm not a raging bitch. Right. But like, um, you know, like anxiety sucks. And then you're anxious because you can't sleep, but you can't sleep because you're anxious. And it's just like it sucks in a hard it, place. And yeah. you're just forever miserable. It's like a cyclical thing. I, I do notice that when I'm if I'm, you know, for a whole week straight, probably. So I actually, when I text you, when we were, we went to Villisca recently, if you're not familiar with Villisca, Google it. Um, <laughs> there is a haunted house there. Um, but I was really is tired. Is it really haunted though? Is it really? You've been there twice. You haven't seen shit. So I, I like, I, I believe in ghosts and all that jazz. Like, I think there are things outside of like the physical realm that we can't see, but like you've been there twice and you're just like, nah, dude, no. I'm going to trust you on that. <laughs> but I had an anxiety attack on the way there. And when I think back on it, when I have had anxiety attacks, it's usually directly tied to chronic lack of sleep for like a week or more. Um, so if you're struggling, try, try your best. To go to bed. Also, <laughs> I'm calling you out for contacting me while you were having said anxiety attack because you could have silently been suffering in the fucking passenger seat, but you didn't. And that's mm -hmm. good because we got to talk through it. Like, that's another thing, too. If you're fucking going through it, we're all going through it, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, talk to somebody. You'll feel yeah. better. They'll feel better because you both won't feel alone anymore. You can be miserable together. And you know what? Sometimes that brings happiness. God damn it. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to, but it does. Yes. <laughs> So, thousand percent. TLDR houses aren't haunted and get your fucking sleep. Yes. <laughs> you don't have worse depression or anxiety than you already have. Yes. Please. So how do you get more and better sleep? Mm. Well, melatonin is not the answer. Let's mm. start with that. Um, can I first please once again on this podcast ask you to stop fucking taking melatonin for the love of God. It is a hormone that is naturally occurring in your body. You do not need to supplement it unless you are an off-shift worker and you have a hard time sleeping during the day. Then talk to a doctor and you can be regulated that way. But you do not need melatonin, more melatonin to sleep. The problem with taking melatonin as a supplement, and I'll find the fucking shit to go with this. I'm riffing right now, but I have the, it, we've, we've read all about it. Like I have fucking stacks of shit that I'll add in the show notes for this. Mm -hmm. But when you take melatonin, like anything, when you take it in a therapeutic dose, you build up a tolerance and that's bad because then your body can't make enough melatonin to keep up with the, the demand to help you sleep. Mm -hmm. This is why we ask you not to take melatonin. It's just as dangerous as taking too much estrogen, taking too much testosterone, taking too much progesterone, any fucking hormone, any hormone. When you're taking melatonin, you're giving yourself hormone therapy. And for some fucking reason, the FDA in this country does not regulate it, but it's not legal in a lot of countries outside of the U.S. Yeah. And I just saw it on the news and I caught it briefly the other night, but Obviously, there are plenty of studies that back up this information. We can link them in the show notes. We but will. stop 
giving melatonin to your children. Ah, Please. I wasn't going to go there because I don't have kids. But yes, I was also going to say that you're setting them up for failure. Yes, it, it was just on the news. Giving melatonin to your children is bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Read up on it. L- like literally do your research before you're starting to do any kind of hormone therapy for anyone in your life, but especially children. Well, and it's not hard. at the age or functionality or, you know, their body is not done growing. So when you're introducing stuff like that at a younger age, it could be, it could be very, very bad. In the it future. can. And if you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. So if you're learning about all of this right now, don't feel like we're shaming you. We're not doing that at all. But like the way that it's marketed in this country is also bullshit. Because it's marketed as a fucking dietary supplement. And mm-hmm. people will take dietary supplements willy fucking nilly in this country if you tell them that it's going to make them lose 20 pounds and their ass is going to grow five inches. Like, they'll mm-hmm. fucking take it. They won't question you because we are an instant gratification society that's vain as fuck. Mm-hmm. And they will do it. So, like, melatonin, please stop fucking taking it. Stop giving it to your children. If you have it in your house, I'm not going to say throw it away because you might need to, like, wean yourself off of it. Uh, but if you're taking it and you're habitually taking it and you feel like you need it to sleep, please contact a physician. Mm-hmm. That's all we're going to say about that. Now, how do you get more and better sleep besides fucking with melatonin, which is fucking stupid? Uh, most adults need seven to nine hours. Now, although people may need as few as six or as many as 10 hours of sleep each day, so it can fluctuate depending on your personal needs. Now, you know this. We always don't try to you know, paint with a broad brush because there's always exceptions to the rules. But experts say if you're feeling sleepy during the day, regardless of how much sleep you're getting, even during boring activities, you haven't had enough sleep. So if you're nodding off while you're reading in front of your screen at three o'clock, even though you've got seven and a half hours of sleep last night, you might need to get more. So Mm -hmm. how do you get more? Stick to a sleep schedule. I understand that it's difficult, but I will say that when I am able to, for like, you know, more than a couple days at a time, stick to a sleep schedule. That means going to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time each day, including on the weekends it benefits me. I yeah. feel better. I I feel rested. I feel honestly accomplished. I feel like I accomplished more um, because it's just part of a routine at that point. So set aside no more than eight hours for sleep. That sounds weird. I know, but that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the recommended amount of sleep for a healthy adult is at least seven hours, like we mentioned a little bit ago. But most people don't need more than eight hours in bed to be well rested. If eight is it enough for you? Obviously, you add more. Yeah, for me, mine like rotate. Like I have like a two-hour window usually between when I go to bed. So like my window mm-hmm. floats between I pass out between two and four a.m. and I wake up between like you know ten and noon. Sometimes it's a little earlier that. Sometimes a little later, depending on what I'm doing. It doesn't mm-hmm. you know like. Your sleep schedule is going to be your sleep schedule. Like if you have a very regimented like day where you have to be awake and add a thing at a certain time, then absolutely do the same fucking time every day. I free ball life for the most part yeah. <laughs> at this point. Like my brain kind of demands it because I have too much fucking anxiety to deal with most shit that adults deal with. So I just hide in my house all goddamn day and I made it work for me. But um, make your sleep schedule work for you. So mm-hmm. go to bed, get up at the same time every day. You know, go to bed when you're tired. Um, being consistent is always going to, you know, help you benefit in the long run. And we've talked about that before. Like that's nothing new. Uh, consistency is always going to be good for you. And if you don't fall asleep within about 20 minutes of going to bed, you can do a couple things. 
they suggest to leave your bedroom and do something relaxing, like reading or listening to soothing music, I would turn the TV on and fall right. asleep to it because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so do what you do to relax and fall asleep. It's going to, again, look different for everyone. Yes. And go back to bed, obviously, when you're tired. Repeat as needed, but continue to maintain your sleep schedule and wake up time. So uh, I've I know this sounds counterintuitive, but if you wake up in the middle of the night, they suggest actually getting out of bed mm-hmm. and not just laying there for an extended period of time. Um, also, pay attention to what you eat and drink. Don't go to bed hungry or super full, like uncomfortably <laughs> full. Well, ice cream before you go to bed, like me and be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> in particular, avoid heavy or large meals within a couple hours of bedtime. Discomfort might keep you up. I know that I like to take a nap after I eat a substantial amount of food, mm-hmm. but I have noticed that I will wake up in the middle of the night if I go to bed really, 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 really full, like for the evening if I'm going to bed. Because you wake up and you're either gassy or you have to shit in the middle of the night. Yep. And neither of those are fun. You don't exactly. want to spend 20 minutes on the toilet in the middle of the night when it's cold and dark. Fuck that. Yeah. I want to be in bed cuddling a cat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> also, think about nicotine, caffeine, and alcohol. They all deserve attention as well. Um, the stimulating effects of nicotine and caffeine can take hours to wear off and can interfere with your sleep. Now, I know you think that you can drink a soda right before bed and then go to sleep. Well, here's the other thing. Caffeine is a diuretic. So if the effects of the caffeine don't keep you awake, the effects of the caffeine being a diuretic are going to have to make you wake up in two hours and take a piss. Mm-hmm. Science. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. That's just right. how this works. And even though alcohol might make you feel sleepy at first, it can disrupt your sleep later in the night. It also dehydrates you. And that's why you wake up feeling like shit in the morning and you're all sweaty because you're yes. dehydrated and your body's trying to cool itself up. You're basically having a hot flash. Yeah. That's what, um, that's what you get to look forward to if you have ovaries and, later in life. Yeah, that's fun. Um, and also with alcohol, it you know, you might feel like, oh my god, I, I slept you know eight hours. That's great, but you also probably had higher levels of cortisol in your system, which is the stress hormone. Um, your resting heart rate was probably elevated. So like, yeah, you're because you, you slept for eight or nine hours, but it wasn't quality sleep yeah alcohol thins your blood which makes your blood have to pump it harder which is mm. counterintuitive to what we're trying to do if you remember what we talked about earlier in the, episode. the very beginning oh, hello <laughs> if you missed it restart the episode <laughs> uh, create a restful environment so keep your room cool dark and quiet exposure to light in the evenings might make it more challenging to fall asleep if you remember when you were a child and you had to go to bed in the summertime and it was still light out it was probably difficult to fall asleep Yep. At least it was for me. Avoid prolonged use of light emitting screens just before bedtime. I am the worst. I will use my phone right before I go to bed and we sleep with a TV on. So don't I have made a compromise with myself. Ooh. I bought blue blockers. So oh. that I can do all that and it doesn't fuck with me. Um yeah. But I also look like I'm super old at 34 wearing blue blockers around my house all goddamn day. I don't care. They're great. They're great yeah. for gaming too because I don't ever have – I can game for nine straight hours and not have eye strain. Love blue it. <laughs> Shit that I blue use blockers. that we don't chill for but probably should because we actually like it. Blue blockers. Yeah. Um, you can also use blackout shades if it helps, um, which is just like dark – dark curtains that don't allow sunlight in, earplugs, a fan, or other stuff to create an environment that suits you. 
yeah, they just get some heavy shit. They block out noise too. They're really great. Um, especially in the winter time, if you live somewhere that has a lot of snow, I definitely recommend blackout curtains if you like to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because the shine off of all that white snow sucks. Yeah. But um, you can also think about, you know, calming activities before bedtime, like taking a bath, a foot bath, relaxation. You can do some yoga, you know, chill, breathing exercises, listen to an audio book, like whatever that looks like for you. Everybody relaxes differently. So do you, um, but also limit your daytime naps. Now nap squad, I'm not coming for you. We all need a fucking nap from time to time, but long daytime naps, which I call comas because they usually result in the two to four hour amount of sleep in my life, which is no. not a nap. <laughs> no, that's, you just went to bed. <laughs> Dane cook, Dane cook used to call it a coma and that's why I call it, what they call it, but it's true. Like I will just disappear from life for two to four hours in the middle of the fucking day and just go back. Like, it's like I, you pulled the plug and then you plug me back in four hours later. And I'm like, Hey, what's up? Everyone's like, dude, the day's half over. And I'm like, but I'm awake now anyway. So try to do like, if you're napping, try not to do it more than an hour. Um, there's research that says that your sleep actually runs in 90 minute cycles. Um, so if you can get it, but like an hour to 90 minutes is usually like the sweet spot somewhere in there. 30 to 90, um, is how you catch that and you get it like right in the right rhythm so that you don't totally fuck your entire day. Cause you know, like one poorly missed time nap will ruin your entire life for the rest of that day if you don't hit it right. So make sure you stick the landing with your nap. If you need to more know about, know more about naps, well, Google is your friend. Like, and we could like debate this all day, but like a nap in my world is like 15 to 30 minutes. No longer than that. I'm not even because otherwise you're just, you just, you're just going to bed. If you're sleeping for two to four hours, well, Andrew, I, one, I of, agree. I don't one of my coworkers, like, and I argue about this all the time. He goes, no, a nap is like three hours. I'm like, no, you just had a mini sleep. sleep. Yeah, you just went to bed. If it's more than two hours, you're just sleeping. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> you're just you, went, you, you had a mini sleep. Yes. <laughs> you had a fun size sleep. It was not a nap. <laughs> and like if I I'll find myself like if if I'm like off earlier or whatever, because I went into work earlier and it's like four o'clock, I'll like start to doze off or whatever. because I'm just fucking around on my phone or something. And I'm like, nope, I got to get up. Because if I take a nap at 430, I'm not fucking falling asleep until 11 p.m. Like, and that's late for me. That's when I get a message at 1030. And I'm like, wow, Sasha's awake. She's like, I took a fucking nap today. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I took a little, I took a little, and I'll set, I'll set alarm. I will set an alarm if I'm going to, if I'm purposely laying down to take a nap. It's usually on Tuesdays because I play hockey on Tuesdays. It's not till later in the evening. And I don't want to be tired. But I'll I'll set a little, I'll set an alarm for like 27 minutes later, and if I don't fall asleep, cool, I didn't fall asleep. But then I'm not oversleeping. I'm not well, going to bed. Sometimes you get that like little bit of rest where you don't like fully sleep, but you quasi sleep, and you just like it's even like, just closing my eyes. Yeah, for 20 minutes. Just, you wake up 15 minutes later, like. I don't know. It's weird because like you don't totally go out. I can always hear what's going on around mm-hmm. me, but like I'm just like chilling. I feel rested though, not like. 90% of the time, I would even say 95% of the time, almost, well, fuck it. 99% of the time, I feel super refreshed after just like late, even if I didn't fall asleep, but just closing my eyes for 15, 20 minutes. I don't know why, but it helps. Um, so there is an exception to all of this stuff. If you yes. work nights, you might need to take a nap late in the day before you work to make you like you're not going to be in sleep debt. Ignore the nap rule. Do what you need, fucking need to do. Those yeah. swing shift workers, I 
do not envy you, but we are thankful for you because I think it takes a very special person to be able to work those shifts. Not everybody can do it. One of my gaming besties works night shift and he gets up like he will check in with me and I will. It's great for me because I have someone to talk to until four in the morning because he's at work until like West Coast time of, I don't know, like 7 a.m. So like nine our time. Mm. Um, but yeah. So like he the other day, he gets like three or four days off in a row and he had to like do some stuff the other day. He's like, well, I slept like an actual human at night and completely fucked my entire schedule for the week. I'm like, no, Rip. <laughs> that sucks. So, like, it sucks. It sucks. When you, it's hard when you are a night person and you exist in a day person's world because I mean, morning people got, morning people got their way on this one. Mm, <laughs> Vampires, yeah. we just struggle. And I, I'm like, I'm a day walker. I'm right in the middle. Like I kind of, I, I ride both lines. I go, to, I wake up at noon, but I also go to bed at like 4am. So I get, I get the best of both worlds, but it's hard. It's hard when you are a night person and you have to do adult shit that requires daytime hours because yeah, you have to disrupt your entire schedule. Like, yeah, you have the day off, but you work nights, but the fucking DMV isn't going to be open when you wake right. up at 730. Like the fuck? Yeah. Why are we yeah, getting 24 hour DMV? God damn it. Because <laughs> fuck you, that's why. Um, <laughs> Government work for us? That's preposterous. <laughs> Make sure, too, that you're moving your body daily. Uh, regular physical activity it helps promote better sleep. Speaking from experience, yes. My sleep's been so much better now that I've started going to the gym again. Yes. Don't, I mean, however, always caveats here avoid being active too close to bedtime. Tuesdays yes. for me are specifically very hard because you naturally get an adrenaline, a little bit of adrenaline going when you're moving your body, when you're participating in sports. Tuesday nights, I have an adrenaline jump dump and then I'm just like, it's hard to settle in and fall asleep because, you know, the juices are flowing. And that used um, to happen to me when I play softball too, because sometimes you get that 930 game and you're not getting home till like 1130 after you're done doing all your shit. And it's like, fuck, I need to go to bed, but I'm not, I'm like still wired. And that used to happen to me when I did radio too. Like, cause you get all amped to go and you're fucking ah, and you're on and you're doing all your shit. And then you're just like, I'm uh, tired, but I can't sleep because my body doesn't want me to sleep yet. Fuck. Yep. I hate that. But I love it at the same time. So I will do what I need to, which includes a 15-minute little power nap. Um, spend, spend some time outside if you can. I realize that in the Midwest, actually next week's going to be nice for Thanksgiving week. Um, but it does get cold out. I mean, walk around in circles in your basement. I don't know. Move your body. <laughs> it helps. Trust me. I was explaining November to one of our friends. That's uh, So I went to Minneapolis earlier this week, and my nose skin and my lips are so pissed that I went north in the fucking wintertime. It's, uh, dude, I know it's not a very far drive, but that six hours north is a lot of fucking difference in how dry the air is. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, we were up there, and, you know, he's from Puerto Rico, so he got to drive in snow for the first time. And I was like... Yeah, the Midwest, it's interesting because Thanksgiving, you can either be grilling and it's 60 degrees or you're going to have three inches of snow on the ground and it's been five degrees for three weeks. And we've like had both, but I'm mm. really glad that we're going to get nice weather for Thanksgiving because that means that people's families can go the fuck outside and we all can get some goddamn peace and quiet after mealtime. <laughs> Take a nap. <laughs> yep. Tryptophan, it's your friend. Eat right. some turkey. Take a nap. So moral of the story, get your fucking sleep. There's also a bunch of other nerdy stuff. If you guys want us to do a part two on sleep and why it's important for your health and fitness journey, just outside of why you have to have sleep. P.S. 
Sleep is when you build your muscles. Mm -hmm. So if it keeps strong muscles, get your fucking sleep. Exactly. If it keeps you, it's going to keep you sane. Also, it's going to help you remember shit. Plus it helps your body repair and reset for the next day. You need to have it. So try to get more fucking sleep. Yeah. Anything actually, for that matter, if you want us to talk about, because like we love getting emails, it makes us feel cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hello at me at you can find us on any of the fucking socials. We're at Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere except for fucking Elon's cesspool that is Twitter, which who knows how long Twitter's even going to be afloat at this point. But we're MTK staff over there. I'm Meathead Sadie. She's Meathead Sasha. We do TikTok lives sometimes. I'm on Twitch more than I'm on TikTok at this point. So if you're into that kind of shit, cool. Come hang out with me. But like, buy some merch. We've got links up at MeatheadTestKitchen.com, MeatheadAthletics.com. We've got programs for you. We are working on the running program. Like, let me tell you. How busy Sasha has been lately. <laughs> if you're like, where the fuck is this program, guys? Sasha's been so busy. <laughs> uh, a lot of 10-hour days, a lot yes. of 50-hour weeks. We're waiting for football to be over yes. so that we don't have to talk about Nebraska Cornhusker stuff all day, every day for 10 hours a day. And then Sasha and I are going to start working on some shit again, including the cookbook. So it's coming. Yes. It's coming. We're doing Yes. By the way, just to root a toot, toot my own horn here, who said that they were going to be in 3-9? and nine? And what team is going to be three and nine? Well, I don't know. Follow me on. They might lose. To, uh, Iowa might lose. Like I'm. Nebraska led a game for seconds. fifty-two minutes and twenty-five. Or sorry, fifty-nine minutes and twenty-five seconds, and lost in thirty-five seconds. Anything mm-hmm. is possible in terms of them losing. They it's will true. find a way. It's true to lose, and it's unfortunate. It's a, I. You know I. As an Iowa fan, I used to really enjoy living in Nebraska and watching Nebraska fans just be miserable. But at this point, it is so bad that I fucking feel sorry for y'all. Yeah. Like, I legit feel sorry for all of you because nobody fucking enjoys losing that much for that long. Oh, my God. I told Phil. I told Phil last night. I literally went out to eat, checked. There were four minutes and 11 seconds left in the game. Our food was about to be delivered. Yep, we switched channels. And I was like, oh, this game's done. Checked it after. The game had just concluded. I'm like, how the fuck did they lose that anyway we went to watch the TCU game and came back and we're like what the fuck happened yeah i had to like go back and find the highlights it's i uh, i told rough. phil it was a classic it's it's been them all season hi we're gonna talk about college football because we talk yeah. about what the fuck we want on our podcast so if but, you don't know what i do in my regular day job i'm the director for her at sports yes check out Sasha's <laughs> other podcast with our homegirl aaron Sorensen called mind your own podcast where they talk more about college football but they they just can't adjust like so a team adjusts to them in the second half and then they can't adjust to the readjust from the other team. And it's just been happening all season. And it's fucking unfortunate. It's really it's unfortunate. sad because I, I think that um, uh, most people, if you ask them, wanted Mickey Joseph to to be. And I don't think that he's been unsuccessful, but also there haven't been any wins. I think that the defense is ugly. It obviously turned itself around and has looked great. But anyway, yeah, it's been tough. That's it's been- why I've been so busy because it's also NFL season and we work in sports, which is a lot of weekends and a lot of nights and a lot of hours. So also, I apologize, if, but it's coming. If you saw the client list that Sasha deals with on a daily basis. You would be like, damn, dude, like homegirl's busy. So yeah. we're working. I'm doing shit. She's doing shit. We're just not doing shit as fast as you want us to do shit right now, but we will. So give us to like the middle of December and then we're going to get that fucking program out. Yes. Talk about this fucking cookbook. It's literally has some, well, I just have to type it out. Put them together. We just yeah. actually finish them. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're on hard drive. They're done. Yeah. They're, they're done. in, they're in this hard drive. <laughs> 
hopefully we don't get nuked or something unfortunate before we release our first goddamn cookbook. But <laughs> they're done. They are done. We just need pictures. We promise. Okay. We met, we met Midwestern goodbye the fuck out of this. Hi, we love you. Meet you at Test Kitchen. Out. out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.